You're listening to the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast. We hope this message speaks to you and encourages you. You can find more messages by searching Catalyst Church of Carrollton on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learn more at IamCatalyst.net. Something greater. That's what's awesome about the scripture. He's doing 
shelter, food, you're there to get them to school. You have purpose as a parent. You also, if you work for somebody, you have purpose. You, you are there as, as an employee to an employer, and you serve a purpose. You are to do your job. You are to help the company make a profit so that they can actually pay your paycheck. But you have a purpose. But then there's a purpose that not as you want to Seven. And I want you to know that all seven miracles 
there was a need present before the miracle took place. I think about the things in our lives that just constantly God puts in front of us. The loved ones that are always struggling, the dysfunction in our life, the trauma in our life, all those things around us, the fear that we're bound by, everything that's around us, we might need to look at because that's probably our the thing immediately in front of you, the need immediately in front of you, and that's your purpose. Sometimes it's a simple as you need to pray. That's as far as it is. God, God has put a situation in front of you. There's nothing you can do, nothing man, nobody, nobody can do. But God's bigger. Maybe you need to pray. Turn your water to wine, first miracle. Another miracle that I want to talk about is we've seen the 5,000. See, there was a need. There wasn't enough. There wasn't enough, so Jesus multiplied it. There was always a need. The healing of, of the man at the pool of Bethesda, he's been laying there 38 years. And I think a lot of us find ourselves in a place of man is creating healing. We've been laid up down. By the same entities, by the same thing, told us back that we need healing, or we might see somebody around us and we can see it. But nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. So you don't go and you prevent and speak into them and say, hey, look, man, the reason you're staying in this place is because you struggle with this. See, a good friend speaks into those things. There's a need. How many of you in here know somebody that is in the heat right now? No hands, no. Everybody in here knows somebody that has a need. Are you willing to feel that need? Are you willing to stand in the gap? Are you willing to solve that problem that they have? Another need that we see the resurrection of Lazarus. The miracle of TV, Lazarus is, is dead. Jesus comes along because he needs life. And I think if we'll be honest with ourselves, some of us need life in here today. Our marriages are dead. There's no passion in us. We're in a dead end job. We're dead. And we need life. But if, if we don't need that life, we all know somebody that does need life. Are you willing to step in and feel that need? Are you willing this morning to step in and breathe life into somebody? Speak life into somebody that's broken and down. Because every one of us knows someone with a need. I want to change the perspective on needs. Because I think we get lazy with what it is. I, to be honest with you, we see needs and we turn to turn our head and walk the other way because we get lazy. Sometimes it's messy to help people in the needs. And sometimes it takes the time that we might not feel we have to help somebody in need. We struggle. We struggle sacrificing, surrendering the things that they need to surrender to help their needs. To the first thing, it's an opportunity to act. You have a choice. It's an opportunity to grow. You're making the right choice. 
You're thinking of someone else's need above yours. It's an opportunity to grow because you made the choice to go the opposite direction of, of what you used to do. You decided to quit being lazy. You decided to get your hands dirty. You, you decided not to worry about the mess because God's going to work in you. But you're going to step in and you're going to grow. And then it's an opportunity to glorify God. See, people will recognize it's God doing the work in your life. The way you handle your problems is an opportunity to glorify God. When I think of this, I think about Acts 4 13 and the story where Peter and John. Peter preached this crazy good message and like 5,000 people were saved. And the people were just in awe. And all the religious people, and all the non religious people, they're just sitting there with their jaws dropped. They're like, these dudes, these uneducated, ignorant dudes, have the power of God on them. These uneducated, ignorant dudes. And it's just like 5,000 people. They just glorify God. See, that's what God's looking for. God's looking for a couple of people who don't care, who are to step out, step into the anointing, feel the need, be the one that says, yes, here am I, God. Here am I, God. Use me. Use me to serve you. Use me to grow the kingdom. That's what God's looking for this morning. Each and every one of these chairs represents somebody that you can reach out to. There's somebody in here. This church was double in size if you would just start getting on your face, praying for them, filling the need, filling the gap. That's all it takes. We talk about revival all the time, but revival starts right here in your heart. It happens right here. It's not this big movement where everybody piles into one place for a month longer or some planned event where we have some revival and we have winter revival. And we have these speakers and they're going to be here for this week often. Don't think of what God is doing. No. Revival starts in you. That is in your heart. You become, you become the message. You become the one walking out the mission. may change and needs change, your purpose may change and seasons change, but your identity never changes. See, it wasn't the jar, the jar, but what Jesus saw in the jar. We get human for visual people. We see what's on the outside. We see the temple jar. We see this, 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 this tiny jar, ugly jar. We see this nastiness of the jar. Here's the thing. The very thing that disqualifies you qualifies you for the kingdom of God. If you're qualified this morning, every one of you in here are qualified. You're qualified. See, when we look at something from the outside, because we're visual people, we see disappointment. We see pain. We see fear. We see failure. We see an addict. We see somebody that's been very the Lord, this is what we see. And then we, as believers, say, God can't use them. God can't use them. But I got something to tell you that's exactly who God uses. God wants to use people. But in that very story, when I was writing this, I thought about the woman at the well. 
See, that's what the enemy begins to do. He begins to give you this false narrative. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's okay. And just, just continue to turn your eye. Just continue to turn your eye. Turn the blind eye to that. And then we allow little things to become big things in our life. The next thing we know, we find ourselves like that really tired. Because it's easy. It's easy to allow everything in life to get us away from God and our identity in God. So do you see what Christ? Do you know?
it's really hard for you to see the value that God has in you. We find ourselves in moments we're just down. These are the moments where we really have to trust Him. These are the moments we really have to see that He has planned for us. What God's doing in your life in this moment, in your tragedy, in your dysfunction, your pain, is good. And when you look at yourself in the mirror,
Thanks for listening. We'd love to know your story. Let us know how this message impacts your life. You can message us at info at imcatalyst.net. We're here for you and we are for you. If you have a prayer request, you can message us at prayer at imcatalyst.net. To keep up with what's going on at Catalyst Church in Carrollton, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Jesus cares about you, we care about you, and we hope you join us again on the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast.